Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me, and giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things that you could be doing, so thank you. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, to tell others about it, who have subscribed to the special episodes on Buzzsprout, thank you all so much. Um, Always a little bit surprised and very grateful, and I will try and use your time wisely. Not a whole lot on the homestead. It's hot, dry, finally got all the potatoes in, planted one more row of those. Still have not gotten the watermelons in, hopefully soon. Managed to make the first batch of pumpkin coffee recently. For those of y'all that, some of y'all know my, I think I mentioned it recently here actually, but some of y'all that know me well enough know I have a, probably a weakness is a pretty good way to describe it. Uh, Perhaps addiction, but a strong like for pumpkin spice almost anything but lattes for sure um sadly i i got picked on that (laughs) i can't help but tell and then i'll get going again i can almost remember the first times i started my wife my loving wife i came home with one of those i think i was still in the marine corps in fact i think we had just been sent out to 29 palms or 29 stumps as it's lovingly called out in the desert and found one on the way home and my wife just kind of smiled and shook her head and said here you are drinking all this girly foo-foo coffee and aren't you supposed to be this big bad marine I'm not sure which the lie was more or less but anyway uh, having trouble supporting Starbucks these days. Uh, I just can't get behind a company that so willingly supports murdering babies. As, as cruel and harsh as that is, as uncomfortable a topic as that is. And, uh, and so, at any rate, I've been forced to try and make my own, which is not as good as I remember it, but that may be because I'm making it instead of somebody else. So it's, it's pretty good. It's really good when you put whipped cream on top of it. And so before I give you all enough ammunition to make too much fun of me, I'll move on. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, the people that listen to it, share it, subscribe to it, help it to 
help each of us to give us a little bit more information to spread the truth, uh, not only of your gospel and your word and your son Jesus Christ, but the truth of our relationship as a nation with you, Father, and your son Jesus Christ. And help it to help our country, maybe just a little bit. Guide our steps. Help us to seek you and your kingdom and your righteousness first. Help us to love you with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. To love our neighbors as ourselves. And guide my words here, Father, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. There is one other note on the homestead. We discovered where the chickens had been laying outside of the coop. A few of them had started to come back in and lay, but there's still most of them out. And we found it because the puppy, the egg-sucking dog of a puppy, had one. And we saw that, which is not unusual. They'll find one that the chickens lay around the yard every once in a while. And then, and then they came back within just a few seconds with another one. And then within about a minute, they had come back with three or four that they were just munching on, the puppy was. And so we looked over in an old dead pile of sunflowers, if you can believe that, and the chickens had made a nest under that pile of sunflowers, and the puppy was helping herself. So maybe that the nest has been disturbed, they'll start to lay on the coop again. We'll see. All right. It feels like it's been a while since we did this, since we were in this series, but we're going to, if I can find it, try and go back and finish uh, this little bit of series that we've done about the cost that our, our forefathers paid. And, and we were kind of talking about how education in the Bible is so important because of that cost. Uh, and why the left fights so hard against it. Uh, not only the education with the Bible at the center of it, but uh, speaking the English tongue distinctly in particular. Teddy Roosevelt talked about it. We, we are going to do a podcast, I think, next week or so maybe. Uh, next couple weeks at least, at the most, I would think. On him and some of his comments on immigration. And he talks specifically about that about the need to speak English. And in America, folks, in America, talking about America, I'd have to, I saw this, and we, we have people that listen to the podcast from all over the place now. Uh, but for some reason, it struck me, we had quite a few listening from France recently, and particularly from Paris. Uh, and which I just thought was kind of amazing because uh, it said Paris and I thought well maybe they're talking about Paris Texas or some other state that has a city by the name of Paris but it said no had a little French flag by it and said Paris France so anyway uh, I would this this comment holds true though really for any any country folks if I wanted to move to France, since I started talking about that, I would not move to France and expect the French to adjust to me and produce all of their government documents in English and provide education 
for me or for my children in English. With the exception of only to do it so long to get me to assimilate into French society, a huge part of which is speaking French. And, you know, the idea of America as a melting pot is a phenomenal idea. It's a great idea. But that melting pot idea has to include assimilation, right? And, and that has to have a common tongue. And that common tongue, that founding tongue, uh, which our leaders, our founders have talked about, is it's got to be English. If you come to America, you ought to expect to learn English so that you can vote, right? So that you can work, so that you can pay taxes, so that your children can grow up to be productive citizens in this country. And is that as important as character? By no means. Absolutely not. But it is an important part of functioning as a society. So anyway, and, and then a Bible, of course, far, far more important. The reason that uh, the left really doesn't like the Bible in schools. It doesn't have anything to do with religious freedom, folks, because when you go back, as we talk about on this podcast so often, when you go back and look at the actual history, the First Amendment, religious freedom, separation of church and state, all of these ideas, what they were trying to do was prevent the state from choosing one particular Christian denomination. And we've talked about Chief Justice Joseph Story and his comments on it and a number of other uh, leaders and judges. The idea was to equalize all the Christian denominations, but it was never to try and pretend that Christianity was to lower Christianity to the level of other false religions. So I've gotten way off track. I was trying to just give a real brief summary here of what we've been talking about. Uh, I'm going to go through, though, and read a few quotes <laughs> rather quickly because I spent so much time on that. A native of America who cannot read and write is as rare as a comet or an earthquake. This is John Adams. Uh, this idea that we need to educate the masses is so true. Uh, particularly in the ability to read and write and understand the English language. And, and for the main purpose of being able to read and understand the scriptures, the Bible. And that's what, they, that's what our founders, um, you know, they knew how much those who had come before them have suffered. That's why the pilgrims came, folks. We're going to talk about a lot of this stuff. Uh, during November, which I'm so, so looking forward to. Super excited. One of my favorite parts of the year each year. Uh, and I never can decide between November and December. It's just phenomenal time going through these old proclamations of Thanksgiving. So looking forward to that. But that was the point, right? Is to be able to worship God, the one true God. And yes, to have the freedom to reject God, to not worship God or to worship a false God. Yeah, but but the point was that our founders came here as Christians, founding the society on the principles of Christ. And they knew that that's what we had to have in order to survive. Um, and so here's just, we're going to kind of wrap this whole little series up in this podcast today, talking about uh, the cost of freedom. Uh, Nathan Hale, who was a school teacher, when the Revolutionary War broke out, 
he wrote in a letter to a friend. Oh no. Let me make sure I get this right, folks. This is a little excerpt coming out of the Patriots Bible by Dr. Richard Lee. It's a great, great resources. Hi highly recommend it if you have a chance to get a copy, a hard copy. Nathan's friend witnessed the siege of Boston and wrote a letter in which he said, Was I in your condition? I think the more extensive service would be my choice. Our holy religion the honor of our God, a glorious country, and a happy constitution is what we have to defend. And Hale and his five brothers joined the fight for independence. He rose to the rank of captain. And of course, the very famous comment that we had to learn in the Marine Corps, I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. Uh, I remember, still remember, learning that in the Marine Corps and still remember a couple of the buildings that I served in, headquarters buildings that had his quote uh, and a picture upon the wall of him. He was hung as a spy and uh, theoretically ended his last words there. And so you can see between the letter from his friend and himself that God, country, family, freedom, those were, those were the things that he was willing to give his life for. Uh, a few other quotes that I don't have a lot of background on the first couple of these. Uh, Felix Frankfurter. Y'all may know more about him than I do. We have enjoyed so much freedom for so long that we are perhaps in danger of forgetting how much blood it cost to establish the Bill of Rights. I absolutely think that is true. Know that is true today. Robert J. McCracken. We on this continent should never forget that men first crossed the Atlantic not to find soil for their plows, but to secure liberty for their souls. Again, a reference to the fact that the people that first came were seeking the ability to worship God, the Father of Jesus Christ, in the manner that they best saw fit away from the persecution of the state-run church in Britain and much of Europe. John Quincy Adams, wonderful quote. Posterity, you will never know how much it has cost my generation to preserve your freedom. I hope you will make good use of it. Pretty much sums it up, folks, and we're, uh, we're not making much use of it, not good use, and we have absolutely forgot how much blood it costs to establish the Bill of Rights, and we have forgotten that our founders came here not primarily for uh, gold or to enslave people or to commit genocide against Native Americans, and this includes Columbus, folks. Those were not his goals. Uh, the left has twisted history to the point that it's unrecognizable. Uh, 1619 Project's a great example of how, how good they have done in propaganda. Uh, what a great job they have done in propaganda. You know, and really, those, those leftist, socialist, communist, fascist, the Nazis, that those same really type of 
ideological beliefs, the, the people that promote them, they always use propaganda uh, really well. And they take just a little bit of truth and put it with a whole lot of falsehood. And I'm going to go over just a minute and then, then I'll wrap up. But we really have forgotten what it cost, folks. Uh, we have so many conveniences today. Clean water, just on tap, electricity, AC, uh, safety relative to, to previous generations, religious freedom, the ability to reject God, which we have done as a nation, but there's going to be consequences for it. And, and that we really are, we're heading toward a train wreck. We're heading toward a fight, folks. And, and our choices are going to either be to follow in our founders' footsteps and be willing to trade our lives to preserve freedom and liberty for future generations, or to collapse and really go into the socialist communist regimes that we saw in the 20th century. Stalin, Lenin, Mao, Hitler, uh, Pol Pot, North Korea, Ho Chi Minh, Vietnam. Uh, that, that's the path. Those are really our choices, minus a miracle from God, which would be a wonderful third option. So at any rate, remember some of these quotes. Think about uh, Nathan Hale, you know, being willing to trade his life. Uh, so many others. Uh, be grateful for those that we have still that are willing to defend us. And we'll talk about this a lot more. I'll come back to it again. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. God bless your marriages. You get a chance, tell one person about the podcast. You can subscribe to the extra issue, uh, episodes on Buzzsprout. And thank y'all as always. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.